Publicity is absolutely critical. A good PR story is infinitely more effective than a front page ad. Richard Branson. On today's episode, we are going to talk about PR. This has been an area of interest of mine for quite some time. And I don't know about you, but I have a quest to learn more about how to utilize publicity and public relations, how to pick the right public relations person for my business and so much more. So join me as I have this great interview to share with you today. You have the power to be the boss of your own life. I'm your host, Monica Allen. I'm a wife, mom, entrepreneur, best-selling author, lifelong learner, and your biz bestie. I have a love and passion for all things small business. Growing my own company from $700 to over seven figures annually, my goal is to bring you inspiration, business-focused topics and tips, encouragement, and a community that helps you launch, grow, and scale your business, whether you are a dreamer, a side hustler, or a seasoned entrepreneur. You are listening to the Become Your Own Boss podcast. We've been in a few publications already in the past, but nothing that we sought out. So I've always wondered what would come forth if we actually pursued public relations or PR with intentionality. And so I'm very excited about the conversation that I'm sharing with you today with my guest, who is a dynamic and multifaceted businesswoman and publicist. And with a passion for helping others succeed, B.A. Jenkins has become the driving force behind Ruthless Marketing, a company she founded to help businesses of all sizes and industries grow and thrive. B.A.'s expertise in PR has allowed her to create successful strategies for a wide range of clients, including small businesses, influencers, celebrities, politicians, government agencies and media outlets. Her unique approach to public relations has helped her clients achieve greater visibility, build stronger relationships with their audiences, and ultimately achieve their goals. Now, one of the reasons I really wanted to dive more into public relations is because a couple of years ago, I had someone approach me in the Instagram DMs. Now, we know this area can get a little bit spammy, but I found this person interesting He reached out and said he would really like to represent me because he thought the podcast was dynamic and it could help many people. And he thought I was doing a great job. But as I began to dig a little deeper, I realized he didn't know me that well. And from my perspective, and I'm not a public relations person, but I feel like if I'm going to approach someone for their business, I would know a lot more about them and have some insight as to how I can help them more specifically. Anyway. I did not go forth with that, but it did open my curiosity around public relations and being more intentional. And that is why I reached out to B.A. Jenkins to be on the podcast, because I want her to share her expertise on public relations and how to go about finding the right PR rep for you, your brand and your business. So let's jump right into my conversation with B.A. Hi, BA. I'm so thrilled to have you on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you for being here. I tell you, I saw your story on Instagram, basically how you were working your full-time job and started your PR firm as a side hustle, and you ultimately left that to make it your full-time business. 
I want our conversation today to be a bit twofold. Of course, we'll talk about PR, but I also want to talk about your story of taking your side hustle into your full-time hustle journey. How was that transition for you? It was difficult. (laughs) I will not lie to you or anyone else that asks me, but it was an experience to be had because it taught me a lot, but I I'm happy that I went through it. So every struggles for a reason. What would you say were just one or two of your biggest challenges during that process? The top two reasons was income and just being a different PR agency and what we provided. And even today, those are still the top two difficulties we still have because there's always you know, another way to be different. And there's always income issues, but it drives me to be better as an entrepreneur and as a business leader. I gotcha. What do you feel like was maybe one or two of the catalysts for you actually getting over the the hump a bit when it comes to finances? I know there's always the ebb and flow when it comes to business financials. You know, you have some months that are great and then you have some that you're like, what is happening? Yes. How, what was it or what would you say was that thing that kind of helped you feel better about continuing the entrepreneurial process? Believe it or not, it would be finding a marketplace that worked best for me. And that is something that people don't talk about in the service-based industry Often we are told, you know, go find leads and contact them. But again, doing things a bit ruthlessly, we found a marketplace platform called Fiverr and we were experimenting with a few. This was up until last year as well. It was Fiverr and Upwork, but Fiverr got our vote (laughs) and (laughs) it has been pivotal for us. It has brought us thousands upon thousands of dollars. We're looking to, you know, 10 exit into the six figure this year. But that was the change for my business and really overcoming that income issue. That's so interesting because I even use Fiverr. And a lot of times I don't think about that there's a business. I mean, I definitely think about there's an individual behind whatever person I'm working with with Fiverr. But I never really think about it from the aspect of there's a business here. There's lots of money to be made in and on that platform. Yes. Very good. Absolutely. If people want to know more about it, because I feel like I'm the expert by now. (laughs) (laughs) But Fiverr, what they've done over the last few years, specifically the last three years, Mm -hmm. they put in a lot of money into like the millions to find more corporate clientele that wanted to be on the site. There's a difference between Fiverr, Fiverr Business, and I think there's like a a whole nother network outside of those two. When you're going on Fiverr now compared to four years ago, where it used to be $5 business, right? Right. Now you can charge hundreds, thousands, which I do, to really put your, your... service or your product even out there in front of corporations that are using the platform. That's amazing. See, I just, and what's interesting, and one of the reasons I really wanted to chat with you today is on the public relations side. And truthfully, I don't think I would think to go to Fiverr to look for someone to help me in public relations. So let's talk a little, let's talk a little bit about that. 
first. Many people don't. <laughs> I just never would have thought about that. But thank you for opening up that information for us. We can think about other things that we can look for there. Tell me exactly what is public relations? Public relations, as I've learned, it has many moving parts. There's media relations, which I do. There are live activations, people who you know, handle events and getting the brand awareness out with imagery. That could be red carpets, pop-up events, anything like that. Then there's business relations. There's there's so many different types. It's like you really have to niche down in public relations, which I'm glad that we did early enough. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking for a general publicist, most of the times those are people who can handle media relations. And what do you specialize in? What area? I do media relations and live activations. Live activations meaning events? I can get people onto red carpets. I can get them onto TV, you know, media, just to show off what they have. Okay. Product placements. I have so many questions and I'm going to try to make them as concise as possible. But one of the things that I have been dealing with in my business is our business is 20 years old. I'm in business with my husband. We're pretty successful. And I keep telling him, we need a PR person. And he's kind of like, but why? Like, what are we putting out there? Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure. But I feel like we have a story. Not just speaking for me, but even other small businesses that are doing well, should they have PR? And if so, how do we go about crafting that story? Those are fantastic questions. And what I would say is, let's start at the first question. Should you have a publicist, right? Mm-hmm. A publicist isn't for everyone, right? Especially if your marketing is not up to par. So if you don't have your email list going, if you don't have any type of way to contact someone who touches touch point in your business, it's not going to be worth it in the end. First thing first, get some type of marketing out there, okay? And then you can think about PR. Now, for the story part, right? We have to think of newsworthiness for each business. Even though, let's say you could run a t-shirt brand, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You do printing, all of these amazing things that you have going in your business. PR might look different for you as a small business where it's getting company updates out there through press releases and you know, keeping a media list out there and touching base with contacts specifically and not trying to get into any network of media that will take you, but really being concise and specific in your targeting and who's going to get your news. Love it. And when I think of PR, I see this umbrella, right? You have marketing and underneath marketing, you have all of these different facets. Is PR just one of those facets underneath that umbrella? No, PR is more of a I'm going to say a cousin to marketing, not even a sister, a cousin, because there are some things you can get away in marketing content that you Mm -hmm. can't get away in PR content. Again, it's avoid sounding salesy, which a lot of small businesses fall into that trap of when they're trying to push out a story. It's all about them and what they have, the product. That's not how PR is. 
It's literally taking what's newsworthy, what's relevant, tying your brand, tying your product, tying even you as a founder into that story and bringing awareness through relevancy. It's really thinking about the story and the reader who's going to be reading that story and why they're going to want to know more about you and what you do. That makes great, just perfect sense. I get it. I understand it. (laughs) Many people don't, but it's okay. (laughs) I'm here to And that's why we're here, because I do think a lot of people don't understand it. And I didn't. I really never thought about it from that perspective. I literally thought, oh, okay, it's underneath the marketing umbrella, but I get it. It is different. You're not being salesy. How should we as entrepreneurs then go about finding the right PR rep for our business? Great question again. Not all PR reps are the same. And I'll put it this way, not to, again, not to sound salesy, but With us, what makes us different is because timeline. One thing that we're recognizing is people drop PR because they're not moving fast enough for their small business to sustain themselves. What's a worry to many small business owners is, you know, if they don't get the press out there in 30 to 45 days, it's a loss of business for them because they're not tying in marketing. They're not tying in anything else. They're jumping a lot of steps before they actually take on PR. It's weird. But again, it's lack of knowledge. Other PR firms, if you're okay with the 60 to 90 day wait to get an article out there that really highlights you, then maybe go with them. But you're also looking at what outlets they're putting it in, whether it's national, regional, local. You want to be informed about where they're going to put it and how long it's going to take. Got it. That being said, because you mentioned small businesses, and I think a lot of times, one, we tend to be hesitant about spending marketing dollars. Sometimes you don't have it to spend. But what would be a good budget before you even step foot to trying to get to a PR or publicist? What type of budget should you look for putting aside for that? Let's think about the PR goal in the first place. Mm -hmm. If you're looking to get out there once or twice per year, I would say put 2,000, 2,500 down. And I'm saying this based off what we know about our steps in PR. Mm -hmm. It's not that expensive where you should be spending a little bit more if you're looking at marketing dollars, right? Right. Two thousand twenty five hundred. it should lead you to getting one to two stories placed with great promotion on those stories, right? It's not enough just to have the story out there into a magazine or an outlet and there's no promotion going on around it. That's the main part of it. It's having story promotion. It gives you marketing at the same time of PR. The PR is the content. Marketing is what takes that that PR content even further. Gotcha. It was interesting because as I'm speaking to you, you sound like a person who meets with a client, you see what it is that they're doing, you find the right outlet for them. But I also know because I've been approached by the people who are, let's throw a lot of spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. Meaning, you know, we'll charge you a fee 
And we're going to put you, the sales pitch is we'll put you in a thousand different publications or whatever. It sounds good in theory, but what are your thoughts around stuff like that? Because I feel like a lot of us small businesses get approached with things like that. Absolutely. I think that is absolutely the wrong way to go. (laughs) You need to target, okay? If you are catering the easiest target market right now, especially as being Black-owned, is targeting the Black audience, right? If you want to relate to this target audience, you want to pick networks of media outlets that have this audience and understand if they have the right audience for you. Understanding if these people make a certain amount, understanding how many of those people that they have in their audience, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's not just about, oh, I want to put the as seen in, even though I, I say you should. It's also about targeting and making sure that even when you put your your articles out there, there's a readership behind it. There, These are people who are looking for you. Gotcha. Hold on. Let me get back to my initial question because you said something pivotal to me. Would you say that PR is more of a long game? Absolutely. Even though you can see short-term gains, in the end, you want to keep going back to the same audience because you're building credibility, you're building trust. Like, no one trust is fundamental for your business, okay? If you're not doing those three things and sticking mm-hmm. to specific places where you're constantly getting out there, you're going to lose in the end. Think like, no trust and apply it to your marketing and PR efforts. Got it. Why Ruthless Marketing? I know that's the name of your firm and I love it. (laughs) Thank you. How did you come to that? My grandmother. Her name is Ruth Lee and she's the one who raised me. (laughs) My story is not an easy story, but I do have five siblings and I was the only one who was basically sent off with, you know, my grandmother at nine months due to circumstances, you know, on my mother's end. I wasn't that close to my father. Still not, sorry, but, you know, there's no bad blood, (laughs) by the way. But my grandmother did what it, she did what it took, okay? She, She went the extra mile to ensure that I had the best of opportunities and that, you know, I could always be positioned to win, Mm -hmm. even though she didn't have a lot of money. She worked two and three jobs, you know, she's older, but she taught me work ethic and always being the best that you can be. I named the company after her because it's a promise that I will take, you know, her name and build it to a multi-billion dollar company. And it's not just, PR is one leg of it. (laughs) I never really told anyone this, but you know, I have a 10 to 15 year plan to expand in other areas where it does make sense to accumulate the billions that I'm talking about. It's not just some far-fetched plan. This is more than an enterprise. I'm an enterprise right now, but it's going to be a corporation that caters very well to the Black-owned community, to the Black <laughs> community in general, and what you know, we're looking for. 
Well, I'm excited that I got you on the podcast early on before you hit the billions. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to promise to come back. (laughs) Yes, of course. Thank you. I'm very excited for you. And I mean, it's interesting because I had a call earlier this morning and I was speaking to someone about setting an intention. And that is real. When you set the intention, then you set a plan and that leads you to where you want to be. So I'm already proud of you. It's going to get there. Another PR related question. You know, in some of our discussions that we've had kind of behind the scenes, you mentioned a media kit. Is that something that we all need? And if so, where do we start? I always say yes, get a media kit. And the reason is because the media kit is an easy way for people to verify what you're doing and what you're talking about. It's not just to have it, you know, for a feel-good reason, okay? This is a tool that if you want to talk to journalists or a producer to get on their show, it's clear-cut. They know that you're the real deal. You're not going to waste their time. And I just believe everyone should start with a media kit and using easy-to-get-into links as well that will help build it. So it can show some early credibility for those who are, who are struggling to say like, well, I don't have any links. I don't have any stories. What do I do? Just get in, say what you got to say, put it there, and then you can pitch to larger media outlets. But starting to get a media kit starts with, you know, going to a publicist. You can even go to Fiverr if you want to. There's people who do it. You know, hey. <laughs> yeah, you're one of them. <laughs> yeah, one of them. Ruthless so, marketing can be found on Fiverr. Well, I go as let her because okay. Fiverr, Fiverr has a thing where I started like 2016 because I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, by the way. They won't let you change. They won't let you change it. And it's stuck as let her, but people read it as leather. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's let her basically let, let me do it. Gotcha. That's funny because with our Greek paraphernalia company it's stuff for greeks but so many people read stuff for geeks and there's like they're like what do you sell for geeks and i'm like oh it's greeks Greeks. (laughs) you and i have a lot in common too in regards to our grandmothers my grandmother had such a huge impact on me she passed away over 20 something years ago now but i lived in the house with her my mother was Mm -hmm. there as well i didn't have a relationship with my biological dad And my grandmother is the person who gave me my work ethic, my tenacity, my perseverance, like everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, she she's just a spunky little lady that didn't take (laughs) nothing from nobody. Yeah. And worked Uh, about two to three jobs, too. We love the black grandparents. I tell you, they're pivotal. They yeah. are so important. And that's one of the things I'm trying to tell my kids now is enjoy your grandparents. I know, you know, sometimes they can be a little strict. Sometimes they spoil them. You know, it just kind of depends. But it's like enjoy them because, you know, they are getting older. Enjoy those moments for sure. We know what you go by on Fiverr, but tell people about your current business and how people can reach you at Ruthless Marketing. Yes, you can reach me on Fiverr. That's one of the main marketplaces if you're kind of wary of working with someone outside of a platform. But if you are okay and, you know, want to ask questions directly to me, 
you can reach me at marketing at getruthless.com. Our website is currently being worked on, but you can search getruthless.com and it will pop up. And it's a very straightforward system. I mean, if you need media list, you need a press release, it's all there. We try to make it almost e-commerce friendly in a way, instead of you have to call us before putting in the order. We just want it click and go. Trust us to get it done. If you need any proof that we can get it done, go to Fiverr, look at our reviews. <laughs> that simple. Very good. And I will also put all your contact info in the show notes so people can reach you there as well. I really do appreciate you sharing your expertise on PR and publicist and public relations. Is there any one thing or two things that you think we need to know as we step into this journey of being getting a PR rep or someone? For PR, it's very simple. You just, you know, you have to do your due diligence. Please do your due diligence. Another point I want to bring up for business owners, if I can, just in general. Yes. If you are an American business owner, please look at government contracts as well. This has been, this is business owner to business owner, not just a publicist, but as someone who owns an agency, this is where millions of dollars resides. So if you're struggling in your business, especially this is a recession year, look at government contracting, get your certification, SBE, and start talking to you know some of these agencies that are looking for what you do. Please, it will change your business if you're struggling. Thank you for sharing that. That is actually the one area that we have not tapped into in our business. And we've done some things like local government things, but we definitely need to do that. And I appreciate you bring that up for everyone that's listening. Let's take VA's advice <laughs> and do this, do this. Another thing, VA too, and I had the pleasure of seeing you on Instagram and watching your story. You said you wouldn't change anything. What is a piece of advice you would give to someone who's kind of maybe on the sideline? They have that side hustle. They're a little bit afraid to take that leap. What was it that got you to do it? And maybe one or two words of encouragement you could give to that person. What led me to take the leap was I realized I'm not a great worker. I'm not. (laughs) I don't aspire to show up to a workplace every day. I get squirrely being in one place all the time. Ironically, I'm in my home office all the time, but it's my happy place because I'm building this. But (laughs) with what I'm building, I couldn't fathom just being somewhere for 15, 20 years and making less than what I'm worth and not really contributing to being a maker in this country. That's one thing that I I really wanted to do. And you're not going to be able to do that standing on the sideline. You really got to go in, accumulate your side hustles on the side. I used to do shipped and Uber, you know, Uber Eats and all of that until this could even out my income but it allowed me to understand what freedom is in reclaiming my time. Mm-hmm. And that's something that no one ever talks about in business is 
you have to set yourself up to reclaim your time to understand how valuable it is and why you should put your time into your business for, you know, five, 10 years to get even more time back. Right. That's my advice to anyone on the sideline. Just, just go for it. Of course, have your cushions, right? Side hustle cushions. <laughs> but think of your business as full-time because it's going to take years to build out. Don't give up after the first, second, third year. I'm in my third year. I'm planning this out for 15 years. And if I fail in the 15th year, I still got the 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th. But there's real money to be had. Just do it. I promise you, you're not going to regret it. Yeah, I agree. You know, there are definitely moments when I'm like, what did I do? But (laughs) at the same time, I mean, and I've stopped asking that question a long time ago because I do think that the leap was something that my heart had to take. I would not have, I would have regretted it. That would have been one of the regrets in life if I wouldn't have given it a shot, right? In taking that leap. And though, yes, there has been ups and downs, you know, like you mentioned this year, this, I mean, I'm looking at our revenues and I'm comparing them to last year. I'm like, what is happening? But I've made it so far. It's been 20, 21 years. Just, I will keep trucking. It will be fine. (laughs) It will be fine. And listen to the person who's listening and is like, I don't, I don't know what you're really saying. You're not really giving any foundational advice. My foundational advice is go to a marketplace. If you're struggling to get consistent orders every single day on in your business, find a marketplace. I don't care if it's Etsy, Walmart.com, whatever it may be for you. Mm-hmm. Learn the marketplace, learn keywords, okay? That's another thing. Learn your keywords and build out, you know, your marketplace, your products, mm-hmm. whatever, even if you go limited on some of these marketplaces, It'll just, it'll bring you money every day. And that's the goal. I don't care if it's $25 a day. That's something you couldn't say before when you were trying to figure out how to get it done, right? Right. Find a marketplace, align with it, learn the system. And, you know, if you're having doubts, start with that. I love it. Great advice, VA. Very, very good advice. I just want to thank you so much for sharing so much information with us and for being on the Become Your Own Boss podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. I want to thank BA again so much for being on the Become Your Own Boss podcast. You know, what's so funny is that more often than not, when I've stop recording on a podcast, I end up talking to my guests for another 10 or 15 minutes around their topic as well as other things. We we dive into a lot of things and so much so that sometimes I want to press record again and say, let's say all of that again. But as business owners, as entrepreneurs, of course, we have a lot of other things to do. So we just keep moving. But one of the things that I was able to find out about BA is that not only is she working in the PR area to help her clients succeed, but she is also using her PR tactics to create greater equality for the Black, Indigenous, and people of color community who are facing legal issues. While she's doing this, though, she's still advocating for small business owners to earn the exposure they need to compete in today's fast-paced market. And that, to me, is just exceptional. 
As always, I love to share with you takeaways from my guests and things that I heard along the way. And so I wanted to share some of those with you from BA. I usually come up with several, but I don't want to overwhelm. So I'm just going to share a few that I heard from her today. The first one is before looking at PR, you need to make sure your marketing is already on point. And you should already have an established email list before you even begin working on a PR strategy. And this is a whole topic for another day for another episode, because your email list is so important. It's so good to make sure that you have that in place. And we'll talk about that in a future episode. Number two is if you are starting a business, find a platform or marketplace for that business, especially if you're a side hustler and you're just trying to figure out like, how do I make money? What do I need to do? How do I use my expertise in a different way? And BA mentioned a few. She mentioned Fiverr, Upwork, Etsy, Walmart.com. Another one is Amazon.com. And, you know, it's really crucial, as she mentioned, the key is taking the time to figure out the platforms. Another big thing that's being offered right now from Amazon is the Amazon Influencer Program. Now, I signed up for it about a month ago. If you have a pretty decent following on social media, you can probably get approved for it. I've personally found that I don't necessarily have time to record videos and upload them and do all the things, but that is another way to be on a platform and to make money to perhaps help take your side hustle to your main hustle. And then number three, just like with your business in general, you have to have a target market. You have to know who you're going after for your product or service. And it's the same with your public relations. It needs to be targeted as well. And I absolutely love this point because as I'm learning more about PR, this just made sense. So that's number three. Number four, government contracting. I have heard so much about this over and over again, getting involved with government contracting. But I'll be very, very transparent here. One of the things that holds me back on this is whenever I do anything with government agencies, it's so much paperwork that is daunting, it's exhausting. And so that has been my biggest deterrent. But I really do need to look more into this because as BA said, and as other people have told me, government contracting can really propel your business forward. And lastly, put time in your business. Now, as a side hustler, this can be difficult because you're working a full-time job typically, and then you have to still give time to your business to grow that. And you have to give up some things. You may have to give up Netflixing, Netflixing, <laughs> net watching Netflix and chilling. But it's important that you put time into your business and that will continue. I probably don't work normal 40 hour work weeks, but I truly enjoy what I do. I truly enjoy thinking about the strategy of growing my business, moving my business forward, what I want my team to look like in the future, what I want my business to look like in the future. And so those things are exciting for me. And the time seems just like fun for the most part. I don't necessarily like the being in the weeds, using my time in the weeds it's not exciting to me, but using my time on strategy and business growth does excite me. So I hope you can use those takeaways 
as you begin your public relations journey or as you continue in it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Remember to take a moment to leave a review and share the podcast. I'm still giving away a $50 Amazon gift card if you leave a written review. So you can pop over to Apple or Spotify to do that. And I am doing a drawing at the beginning of April. Lastly, take a moment to jump over to MonicaAllen.com to join the Become Your Own Boss community. And remember, now is the time. Now is the time to level up, leave a legacy, and become your own boss.